0: Our yeti plan failed, but we made quick work of some of the goblins, and parlayed with the survivors. Krellik's plan to release the goblin's polar bear quickly failed as it nearly killed me. I'm sure if I had a heart, it would be pounding. With the polar bear dead, we need a way to pull the sled full of iron back to Bryn Shander for the dwarves, but I have a plan for that in today's short quest, Long Rest.
1: Players, oh. welcome back to the table.
0: How dare you! <laughs>
1: oh, well, I'm sorry for assuming you're wonderful. I'll I'm, I'm
2: handsome. Wonderful. How Rectify dare you! Rectify that say mistake. That. I'm hideous and I'm proud.
0: <laughs> I'm
3: ugly and I'm proud.
1: <laughs> so, as a reminder of last session, you had. Started in Bryn Shander. Got uh, one of your first quests from the actual Icewind Dale module. That felt nice. Yay! We're in there, baby. Were sent north by a trio of dwarves to recover a sled full of ingots that they had had to abandon after a yeti attack. Uh, There were some shenanigans, including a... uh, Load-bearing axe.
4: <coughs> the
5: load-bearing axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's as, right. As you
2: do, yeah. as one does. Yeah. still worth it. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was pretty funny.
1: As well as we saw some playfulness out of the resident dwarf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a
5: little
2: bit of playful attempted murder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, was it playfulness or just straight up vengefulness? <laughs> I mean I guess
1: it depends on if you have a smile or not. Yeah. yeah I, don't know what that's...
2: I guess yeah. <laughs> I mean
5: if
0: he has a smile it's just sadistic. That's
5: true. <laughs> yeah. Say, Charles Manson probably
2: smiled from time to time. Aww. I guess it's the type of smile, like how much teeth he's showing, like and where his eyes look. Are right. they yeah, sharp, you... covered in yep. blood?
1: Crowley, <laughs> like, do you have sharp teeth? I don't know that we established that for your character. No um
2: No.
5: no. I always pictured him with like a grill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> like adamantine, yeah.
5: like oh yeah, like little like 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 little Wayne. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: they used the shavings from some of the armor that was made, and just uh yeah. Can, here, I have a project for you. Can you do this for me, quick? Bling
5: me yeah. out,
0: blacksmith. They call me big. Can I get an adamantine grill?
1: <laughs> no. Do not be surprised if that shows up later. Now, at some point, a blacksmith. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna file that one away
5: great. <laughs> what have I thought?
1: You traveled still further north and found Sign of the Sled. It was being hauled off by a company of goblins approaching a larger, almost Siege Tower-esque sled, being pulled by a pair of polar bears. You crept up on these would-be thieves, engaged them, took them out in spectacular fashion it was a very colorful light show decided that now that you had the ingots and you had reached something of a truce with the surviving goblins that you would make off with one of their bears in order to use its might to pull the ingots back into town shit went south very fast after that bear was released because while yeah. it was friendly to krellic and cowed by his presence, it did seek to maul the first person nearest it. if you would like to remind everyone who got their ass beat.
2: It was me. I got my (laughs) ass beat. (laughs) So a resident robot. Yeah, a resident robot got mauled by a polar bear. Which is ironic, since you're the druid, really. I mean, really. Well, now I'm
0: going to start preparing uh, animal friendship as a spell. So, well, now he's just you. never going to turn into a
5: bear out of spite. Nice.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, technically you've met a polar bear, so now you could do that if you wanted.
5: Eventually. Robo bear. Every time he turns into it one,
2: it's PS, PTSD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what <laughs> if it's I'm a cub? Roll not to, not to fear out and run away. Oh, oh, run dreamer. out of
1: your own skin. He was, except
5: for maybe Tavini, the least deserving to be mauled by a bear.
2: That's true. I would 100% agree.
1: So, you have a bit of a dilemma. There are enough of you, too, as you are standing here in the darkness with a sled with a flickering torch on it. There are enough of you to haul this thing back to Bryn Shander if you want to take days to do it. You also have a handful of goblins who are currently... Getting that bear that is still remaining at the front of their sled moving and very slowly turning southeastward. I would ask what you guys are doing. What is the plan to get several hundred pounds of recovered material back into town?
4: Mm.
0: Dreamer will look at the cart. I can turn into something that might help us
2: here. Oh, really? What are you thinking of? An ox. You can turn into an ox?
0: Maybe.
5: I haven't tried yet. <laughs> it's, it's either you can or you can't. I was going so, to say, is this something new you're trying here? can't turn into half an ox. Or, or can, can
4: you?
2: Hmm. <laughs> he starts thinking. <laughs> <I'll> shrug. <laughs> Where, ox? Ooh, Is that a minotaur? Would well, that be a minotaur? I think that's a minotaur.
5: Anyway, let's see it. This will be interesting,
0: at the very least. I can only do it for an hour at a time, but if it does work we can rest for like an hour and I will be able to do it again
2: Hmm Well, for definitely another two would speed hours, things up Unless
0: anyone has any other ideas
5: Hmm As far as I know, none of my magic revolves around pulling carts
6: I, I could, um, help a little bit
2: huh? What you got there, Jadini?
6: Uh, uh, there is a a prayer I could do that, um, that may give uh, a little more, uh, strength. Oh. Hmm. But it might not have a very long effect.
2: Well, I guess we could do a little amalgamation all of that. You know, that dreamer pull us for a little while, then...
3: Let him rest in the
2: cart and we'll get a we'll go. Aye, we can pull it along ourselves. Hmm. Man, if only we could have afforded uh, some dogs to pull this sled, but. Okay, I guess that's too much to ask for. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Okay. Grin, you had something to say there? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is
5: not my area of expertise. Hey, If I have to pull yeah. a card, I will. Uh, I'm on board with whatever gets us back fast. Ooh.
0: So I just looked at the lifting and carrying capacity rules, and I looked up the stats for an ox. An ox can pull 2,160 pounds.
2: Nice. So... How much did our cart? This cart weigh? Did we figure out, or did we kind of guess at it? Should a couple hundred, right? Oh, I'm sure it's more than a couple hundred. Isn't full. Allow of bars? me
1: to pull that back up. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, fifty.
2: Yeah, fifty pounds that sounds about right. <laughs> the sled. <laughs> the sled
1: weighs three hundred pounds, and the iron ingots add another six hundred.
2: Oh, that's not so bad. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. so your your ox will be able to pull it, no problem. Yeah. Okay. Well. I guess we can start that way. I mean, it, you know, it, if anything, it can get us somewhere that maybe we can stash this thing, and then we can come back for it. It just, it just tickles me.
5: Got mauled by a bear. Get the pollen. yeah Go out, walk
0: it off, champ. Rub some dirt on it. At least I'll have more HP as a, as an ox, than I currently have.
1: Speaking of uh Lando, if you check in our actors directory, there is a treat for you that we've got to start filling.
4: Oh. Oh.
2: Oh. No, 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 nope, Can't go down that rabbit hole. No, we can't. <laughs> we <really> can't. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I don't see it. I don't see what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm assuming I'm not supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Secret. It, secret. It's, it's a list of
0: things I can turn into. All right. Ooh. He's a secret. Or, so far, it just has an ox.
5: Well, is Wolverine. one of them a
0: better yeah. druid?
5: <laughs> oh no! You're, a, <laughs> you're an wow, asshole. Fuck.
4: <laughs> <okay. laughs>
2: Oh uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, that shit cracked me up. That's
4: good. Oh. I'm
5: sorry, I love you, Lando. I can't help myself. Ah. You know it. You know I can't. Don't lie to me. Yeah, you're probably he can't right.
2: Help this feeling. All right,
5: so we have a, we have an ox plan.
0: hmm So that is two hours of pulling. Well, you know we're gonna have to hour of rest, two hours of pulling.
1: It'll be a long time, but it's doable. Yeah, we'll and to... as I said, uh, each of you with your combined upper body strength should be able to pull it. But it's going to be a miserable slog. Well, that's
2: not so bad. I mean, that that for every two hours he pulls, we we pull for an hour while he rests in the the in the cart, and then we just cycle through that. Technically, you have
1: to... you have two wild shapes.
2: Yeah, that's. I think that's what he's doing. That's the two hours. I think he's doing. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Two, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right.
2: Two, two, one with the rest. Two, two, one, which puts us six hours in. How many times is it? Just a short rest to get it back every time, or can you only short rest once, like per day, so we can only do like six hours of traveling? Like, how does that work? You should just be able to short rest.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a short rest to wild shape. Okay, so
2: it'd be, so, two, two, one, two, two, one, two, two. And then that puts us at eight hours of travel and we can hunker down for the night. Yeah. Okay. Well it's
5: not, I, it's not so bad all things considered.
2: It, yeah, it's not great, but it, it is what we're probably going to have to do if we're getting this thing back. I keep trying to like wrap my head around it like well, we just leave and we'll we'll tell them where it is. Be like, Oh well that, that's exactly what already happened. Like it's <laughs> just like leave it out there and be like, Yeah, we found it. It's it's up there, you go get it. Like, they that, knew where it was. Yeah, they knew where it was. They told us where <laughs> to find it. Like that's that's not the point. We're supposed to bring it back. So So, yeah.
1: And while this conversation is occurring, the goblins led by Isobai, their uh, leader who introduced you to the concept of Chief Yarbnock, their leader, mm-hmm. is uh growling to her two remaining goblins. <laughs> and I'm getting them really into motion <laughs> she's she can't hear you she's on the the front there of their giant kind of like war tower like sled as it is being creakily but steadily pulled away from the lot of you
2: i wave Iso bye-bye to her
3: i hate you <sighs>
2: yeah there's the door see out. see yourself out <laughs> <well. laughs> so much fun Uh (laughs) uh-huh anyways
1: gradually you are left alone as it fades out of sight into the darkness
0: and we just leave Rian out there
2: (laughs) (laughs) seriously I thought this was funny
5: I can't help the voices in my head
2: yeah, it's like it quietly as they're like pulling away, it's like, come on guys, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> it's really cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. Seriously. <see. laughs> At least take Miri
1: <laughs> You guys just put out put out the torch on the sled, everyone yeah. just runs as fast as they can for a couple hundred feet and
2: I just lose them. I'm like,
1: oh son of a bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's so messed up.
1: <laughs> Weren't there more of you when you left town? No, there, no were. there was
5: not. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. We had to eat someone up in the mountains. It's, I don't Jesus. want to talk about it.
1: So, that's the that's the travel plan. Are we going back to the north map? Yep. Anything else you guys want yep. to do here? All right.
3: Making sure the body's trapped in. He's bringing them back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we Forgot also have a body.
1: Ah, uh, here. Forgotten we should probably activate that. Icewind Dale map.
5: You know, the body body pieces. Yep. Yep.
1: So, your travel back to Bryn Shander takes several days. Again, that cycle of weird twilight and pitch blackness before the aurora appears in the sky. The only way to mark time is its appearance and the long period it spends lighting the night sky. You gradually... Make your way back to Bryn Shander. And there, sort of hanging out by the north gate, is one of the dwarves, the younger of the trio. Who uh, had been sort of nervously keeping an eye out for dragons when you were in the the inn with them, Krellick.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, He is sort of having a conversation off to one side as he sits atop a box with one of the guards. And on seeing you dragging your sled into the gate, kind of looks up and looks confused. that an ox? Where'd you get one of those? It's
0: hard to explain. Oh yeah. Oh, it's that weird metal and viney <laughs> yeah, he'd, ox. Yeah, robot
2: ox.
1: Yeah, you're definitely, definitely drawing a lot of eyes. It's very strange because in the cold of the north, there's occasional bursts of steam from your nostrils, even though there is uh, really no uh, reason for the socks to be breathing. It's almost like mechanically powered by something warm within itself. This great huffing cloud of steam... And those of you who walk near the uh the head of this giant sort of me- mecho mechanical ox find that there is a fine layer of ice on the side nearest to the ox as the steam has like clung to your furs and then frozen into an ice layer. So looking looking a little spooky and you're getting some double takes from the guards as you approach but it kinda eventually just shrug it off as uh as adventurers being adventurers and just watch. Storn, this sort of younger dwarf, takes you to Haruna, who is obviously very pleased to get back this uh sled full of ingots. What I will ask is uh on your way into town, uh, over those several days, are all the ingots still there? <laughs>
2: As far as me, I'm concerned, yes. Yeah. I don't. I mean, yeah. Grin. Is there, is there any reason why you take ingots? He could make. He could make a reason. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's not a problem. Um, it depends. It depends on if he had the opportunity. You know, since we kind of glossed over it, I, I don't know. So. Would he have had the opportunity to attempt it?
1: I think over the course of several days of travel that an opportunity may have presented itself, yes.
5: Then yeah, probably. Okay. Probably would have taken it
2: Not Not many, a few. A few. Like two. Alright. Just a hawk somewhere.
5: Well, you know, for, for the good. For the I kinda. guess that
2: makes sense, because they're already talking about how the place is running out of this stuff, so obviously... It's a rare commodity right now, so that means he could probably get he could loan he could shark it somewhere, you know, and get it uh get it for a higher price.
1: Alright, so you can go ahead and add to your inventory two iron ingots <clears throat> that weigh about two pounds apiece. Okay. Just solid lumps or uh, bars, I should say. He
3: said Storm is the one that met us?
1: Yes, the younger of the three dwarves that you had initially met, Storm. While he's talking to the guard as you arrive at the gate, he is very nervously checking the sky, even though here in Bryn Shander, because it kind of sits on a hilltop, you can see for miles around, and there's no sign of the dragons that Haruna said he was fearful of.
3: Well, he's just gonna kind of walk up to him and hand him that pick. I think you lost something.
1: As you do, his uh, eyes sort of light up and he eagerly grasps at the pick. Uh this is... My, my dad gave me this
2: Hey, it's a load bear now
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's carried a lot of loads And he sort of
5: Falkor just nods sagely
1: <laughs> Sort of like attaching it to his belt By a loop and uh Well thank you for bringing Oh I take it that means you have found Obok
3: I it, it wasn't It wasn't very pretty but We brought what was left of him back
1: and he kind of he glances over at the sled where atop the very regular shape of the ingots there's kind of like a lumpier pile there underneath the uh, the cloth covering and the look of disgust and kind of sorrow on his face it's very mixed like ooh yeah thank, thank you for that um I should take you to Hruna now,
3: huh? Aye. Be her best.
1: And he kinda nervously glances skyward again before motioning you to follow him. Alright. Now pull the sled. So let's go to our map here of Bryn Shander. He winds up taking you to the uh the North Look Tavern. That one where, again, there is a uh... You you recognize it.
3: Oh yeah. You, you
1: actually Krellic, you're the only one in the party who has been in here and knows what that fish can do. Oh. <laughs> Just putting that out there.
3: <laughs> Indeed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As you enter, you find yourselves in a very, very lively sort of tavern here in what would presumably would be late afternoon People are kind of eating, drinking, having a good time. Tables are crowded. It's nice and warm in there. There's a cheery fireplace in the center with a huge, scarred knucklehead trout mounted on the wall. Uh, there are lots of tables crowding the space, but weirdly, none particularly close to the uh, the mounted fire or the fireplace there. In the corner, Krellick, you recognize the very very heavily furred forms of two dwarves kind of drinking there quietly so what are you guys doing here as a uh, your young friend sort of leads you over to uh to their table uh hruna these um they they came back and the the sleds outside I, they found an ox somehow but not like a normal one it's that, that no-mish contraption He asks the Ladia.
2: Like, no, uh You probably saw a friend of ours that was with us The big tall ro- robot-looking fellow The Warforged and like, It's uh, a druid Hey, Which he said He's a druid, he could turn into things like that
1: I will ask, uh, where are you currently My boy Dreamer
0: I'll stay with the cart
6: Tavani will stay with Dreamer and, like, sketch him.
1: Outside still with the sled, and now, as you're kind of just resting for a bit after hauling this thing for several days, there's a small ring of people gathering around you. You know, men, women, a couple of small kids, and they're all just staring and murmuring and trying to figure out what the hell they're looking at. And a, uh, a very brave boy probably looks to be no older than 14 or 15, kind of starts edging over towards your uh, left flank. And he gets to within a couple of feet and reaches out to try and tag you and run away. Do you do anything? Kick him. <laughs> <laughs> Bam!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, is that honestly something... I mean, I gave you the the character sheet for the ox if you want to make an attack. No, or... I,
2: I'm kidding. No. I, I, that was me. That was that was that was Dane saying that to him.
1: Okay. Attack <laughs> the child.
0: <laughs> Which wild shape would I be on right now?
1: Hmm. I would say that you're probably on your first one after a short rest.
0: Okay. So, I, I see the child approaching me. I'll just turn and look at the child. Huff and then turn into Dreamer. Nice. <laughs> Before right. the kid can touch me.
1: Yeah, as his fingers are inches away from uh what would on a normal, you know, sort of cattle be the rump, suddenly you shrink down and grow taller into your normal self, and his hand kinda recoils and he <gasps> and all the people around kinda go, Oh, oh did you turn into that? There's lots of chatter going on, and there's a couple people like, "Oh look, it's a warf, it's a mechanical man." <laughs> Would you look at that? Oh <laughs> well, how about
5: that? Would you look at
1: that? <laughs> there's certainly a, a great deal of confusion, uh, and it's very strange because you're still standing in the traces of the sled, but now all these straps and stuff are just kind of loosely hanging around you because you're now a little smaller.
0: I will untangle myself, and. Just sort of listen to the murmurs and just sit on the cart.
1: Very quickly, people kind of disperse, but that young teen is still hanging around. He's got his arms folded and he's kind of looking at you weirdly, like trying to figure out that. Was that magic? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh,
2: he's the eloquent one.
1: And he just kind of shuffles awkwardly in the dirty snow here that uh, litters all the pathways through town. And he kind of scratches the back of his head as if not sure what to say. And I'm gonna go now. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. You are left alone perched atop the sled now.
2: I feel awkward from that conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and back inside, unless you guys are doing something else, you've been invited to the table with Hruna and the other dwarves who have all kind of had to, the first time, Kralik, that you were at this table, seems like they've kind of staked a claim here, you're all able to sit comfortably around it. Now, Hruna is like thumping the other two on the chest to try and get them to squish together so uh, so that there's more space in the booth. (laughs) <laughs> but she very noticeably leaves herself a significant gap on either side, making it clear that, you know, this is her table.
3: <laughs>
1: so, uh, I take it you brought it back? Huh?
3: Aye, he's back.
1: Thank you for retrieving it. Uh, as I said. And she takes a sealskin pouch from a pocket in her winter coat and places it on the table with a muted thump from being in a in a sack. And on opening it, you guys would find six bloodstones. These opaque, dark gray gemstones with red flecks in them.
5: Quirks of brow. Hey,
1: don't look at me like that.
5: So he's look- he's she... looking at the stones.
1: Oh, okay. Um, Rian... With your ability to sort of judge a treasure's worth, Mm -hmm. you would recognize these to be worth about 50 gold apiece. And there's six of them there.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I think you'd pick it up, look at it and praise it. Mm. Interesting. Did we... (laughs) I'm so awful at this. Um, Did we even negotiate a price when we first did this? They tell us how much they were gonna give us?
3: Yeah, they told (laughs) us they were gonna give
2: them the stones. Okay. But did they tell us an amount? That'd be what 300, 300 gold. I just want to make sure that yeah, I
1: think it is an appropriate sum for the task at hand. Yes, kind of that's what that I figured worked it out with you.
2: I just wanted to make sure that that like because I couldn't remember if we had put a, a dollar number on it type thing. So, so, but I oh, this is this is quite good. Like, this will definitely fetch enough uh, to get us taken care of for uh, uh... the rest of our journey.
1: I can offer something better.
2: Oh. What else you got?
1: She motions vaguely in the direction of the front of the inn where presumably because she hasn't stepped outside to check yet the sled full of ingots is there. Hmm. I uh, have a partnership with the family over at Black Iron Blades. And uh, as a appreciation for what you've done for us in bringing Nobok back. I'll arrange something with them. See if we can't uh, get you a discount there. And I'll pay for the difference. If you need anything.
2: Yeah. That's perfect, because there's actually I actually was looking to get some work done there. We just didn't have they just didn't have the raw material to get it done, so
1: She's kinda looking at you there, Felgren. With that little hmm, <laughs> and has a very questioning look in her eyes
5: Well it's very kind Don't get me wrong you Just don't dabble in armor
1: Ah you're looking for something a little more significant for you huh?
5: Oh, different
1: And I take it a couple of shiny rocks Are not going to do it for you Well you'd
5: be surprised Yeah he's definitely a shiny rock fella But I'd be interested In hearing other options
1: How would uh, information do you?
5: Information's good Depending on the type.
1: I hear that up at Calvin's Cairn there's uh, been rumors of the Walking Dead roaming the mountainside. Oh, You'd be happy to hear that, (laughs) eh? There's a there's a man who came through here about a month ago making his way up there. Odd fella. Tan. You know, accent from the south. had this ring on him. I almost traded him for it, he didn't want to part.
2: Hmm. Don't suppose it was a, a ring of ice, was it?
1: She shrugs.
5: Hmm. Well, I think the plan was to go there anyway. Aye. I'm less keen now that there's shambling corpses, but...
2: Yeah, I'm uh, not a big fan of the undead. No.
1: Presumably. You ever hear the, uh, that there's a crypt up there?
2: No. Can't say that I had heard there was a crypt up there. There's a,
1: uh, frost giant. He used to live in that place.
2: Uh, <laughs> and just, like, cocks his head to the side and kind of rolls his eyes, like, just sighs. Just like,
5: <sighs> Was this a, a particularly wealthy frost giant?
1: Oh, I wouldn't know about that. I do know that, uh, presumably that's where these undead are coming from, if you can find it.
4: Yeah. if it's been sealed
1: up and guarded by undead for so long I imagine there's something to recover
5: that is interesting information Hmm.
1: Hmm. she kind of sits back and looks a little pleased with herself
5: (laughs) now on the matter of those stones
1: (laughs) six is all you're getting
5: (laughs) well you can't blame me for trying
2: I mean we could but she wouldn't listen nope (laughs) anyway it's very generous, although we didn't run
5: into any yetis.
2: Hey, that's true, just a mess of goblins trying to make off with your cart.
1: She kind of blanches, gives a silly ugly... almost sneer, which looks even worse on her face since a good chunk of it, her nose, is missing.
5: She's a pretty one. They were okay as, as far as goblins are concerned. We did murder a lot of them, hey. and they seemed, kind of, for that. they seemed kind of okay with it, which is weird. Now that I do, now that I think about it,
4: well,
1: she uh she eyes you and the group very keenly, and looks pointedly at your weapons. I, if my estimate is anything to go by, I don't know that uh, I would have reason to take umbrage with you. Again, looking very pointedly at your weapons,
2: or just that attractive. The funny thing was, it wasn't even our weapons that did it. I didn't even get a chance to swing at anything. <laughs> <laughs> All your guys' magic killed everything before we even got there.
5: Oh. They don't anymore. Let's let's just say that.
1: You wouldn't happen to know where they were headed.
5: Interested in raiding some goblins?
1: She shakes her head, looking at avoiding them.
5: Mm. Well we saw which direction they went, right? Which uh which yeah, I think direction it was
2: northeast, wasn't it? From where we were.
1: I think they were they, they were starting to turn southeast when they left
5: okay, southeast. Okay. Well, southeast from where we found your friend.
1: She nods and looks thoughtful, but doesn't really offer anything besides that. Well, I, uh. Let me buy you drinks for the evening. And then I think my friends and I are going to, uh. Start returning home.
2: Hey. Speaking of home, and we had mentioned, uh. Maybe a little help, because we're heading up that way in a couple of days' time. Perhaps, uh, you might be able to. Lend us a hand when we get up that way. I wasn't sure if there's someone we should ask for.
1: I mean, if you're looking to, uh, come with us by the Dwarven Valley, we're probably gonna stick to the roads for a while yet. Got a, uh, brother up in Tourmaline. I might go and see him first.
2: Hmm. Well, that might not be a bad idea. Some extra bodies and heads around. Can't hurt any objection to it, as far as traveling with them. I mean, that's, uh, I think that's the way we were going, right? Yeah, we were going to head up up to Targos, then Termalane, and then across to the Dwarven Valley, up to Kelvin's Cairn.
3: I I was just thinking before we leave, if we're going to come up against the undead, maybe uh, silver and a weapon might not be a
2: bad idea. Hmm. Interesting. Is that something that works? I'd never heard that before. Silver, silver uh, hurts uh, undead? It, well,
3: if it's immune to regular stuff, it's known to hurt stuff, it's magic. Well,
2: I got my handy dandy short sword that, uh, only recently realized I never gave back to Captain uh, Silvermane. Sure, he's not really, really, <laughs> really excited about that at this point. Uh, he even offered me another job when I came back. He probably isn't on the table anymore.
5: He probably doesn't
2: hire thieves. It wasn't purposeful. It's really thievery though. It's like, if you go into a shop, your hands are falling, you stick something in your pocket. It's not you know, yours,
5: you still have it. I, I'd give it
2: back to him when I go back. And I oh, yes, it's a very likely home. story. I'll give it back. Please. The people you must associate with for that to be like truth to you. Resourceful people? Oh, is that the name for it? Oh, man, there's some big quotations around that. That's one, a name for it. Resourceful. And he does the. Some quotations around <laughs> uh, uh, Post. survivors
3: Post, don't you need work done so maybe we should stay here the night sell these stones and get the work done we need, and then head out in the morning
2: hey that sounds good to me
1: alright is there uh, anything else you guys want to do before we skip in for a long rest
2: just uh, heading back to uh the black blade black blade forges black Black iron iron blades black iron blades black
1: iron blades and
2: uh see if I can't get my uh that breastplate refitted
1: alrighty
5: hmm you know since you all are benefiting from this discount maybe I should take two of these stones what do you say
3: uh I don't think that's no tell you what say it's only fair no it's not only fair it's not gonna no
1: say it's fair. <laughs> Miri on Rian's shoulder is glaring very intently at you, Felgrin, and then kind of <coughs> seems to be doing a headcount of everyone in the group.
5: Did you not see what I did to those <coughs> goblins? He's talking to your your child dragon now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. My logic is sound.
1: <laughs> Miri kind of looks taken aback by that. Oh, um, uh, we need kill. No! I want mine.
3: Sell the stones yeah. split the gold.
2: Right. honestly he's he's right in that sense. Felgren, you can you can have my share of the of the stones. Um Miri, when I sell off this uh this the scale mill that I was using before, you can have the you can have that as uh as your take on it. How about that?
1: She kinda of pauses and takes a moment to think <laughs> and then nods.
2: Okay. V- okay.
5: Very kind, and I'm still poor. <laughs> and I have a gift for you. Whenever you know, whenever you have a moment for me. Yes, preferably
2: when we're out of, out of Brinchand.
4: Okay, well, I,
2: I'm kind of a taken taken aback by that, but uh, thank you. I, I will, we'll I'll see when we get out of the out of the city
5: and away from our employers as of late. Interesting. Don't worry about it. You'll see. Yeah.
2: Okay. I, I'll trust you on this one. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's head off and do what we need to do. Um, if anybody needs to make any stops or go to use the restroom,
4: <laughs>
2: make sure to do so tonight. <laughs> so, and to, Mary's up to thirty-seven gold, and I still have two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I mean, two gold, four silver, and seven copper, but.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. she's, she's going to keep raking you over the coals. If she keeps it.
5: <laughs> I know. So that would be 120. Yes, it would be. Woo, rich boy.
6: I was going to leave I had that extra mace, like the regular mace that I started with. I was going to leave that behind and then I, then I realized I could probably use that for my spell.
5: Be a point yes, in time don't. where we're gonna need money, and everyone's just gonna look at him at Felgren like, "I'm tapped out." Okay. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> <He> pulls <laughs> <laughs>
2: turns yeah. out his pockets, but he's got it all on a belt instead.
6: Uh, <laughs> Artisan's blessing, where you can. You trans- mean, iron for that? I need the components, the you know gold worth of components. I can even use coins for it. Um, You conduct an hour-long ritual that crafts a non-magical item that must include some metal—a simple, uh, simple or martial weapon, a suit of armor, ten pieces of ammunition, a set of tools, or another metal object. So I was thinking it would be a good idea to make a lantern, oh, like one of those like little, a magic, those magic little, lantern? a simple, like hooded one, where I can just like close it, open it, close it, open it, type thing, hmm. and use the mace to make it, and then some extra coin. To make up the difference. There you go. Would that work, Josie?
1: Yeah, I think you're that would be an appropriate exchange there.
6: Yeah. Uh, I just have to check how much a hooded lantern is worth, and then I can figure I out want the difference.
2: To say they're they're not that expensive. I thought we looked them up. They were like twenty gold or something like that, max. If that, I don't even think it's that much. One second.
1: They are five gold.
2: Oh, five gold. There I think go. a
1: mace We'll is say because four. Yeah, because Bryn Shander is one of the larger uh, uh, maces. Five gold, so you'd be able to sell one for two gold, fifty or five silver. I, I could
6: just, I could just transform the mace itself into the, um, oh into the yeah, lamp. like melt it down and turn it into that. That's perfect. I don't have to melt it down. As part of the ritual, I use up whatever metal is within the ritual itself.
2: Oh, so it's not like actually forging. It's like magically like almost like a uh, full metal alchemist style you're just making the item out of another item
6: yeah it's an owl. that's a really ritual. good comparison yeah it's it's basically like full metal alchemists type thing i like it i do like uh it can be alchemist. worth no more than a hundred gold um and so i was like oh this would be a really good use for it because i can even use it's as a as part of the ritual you must lay out metal which can include coins with a value equal to the creation The metal irretrievably coalesces and transforms into the creation at the ritual's end, magically forming even non-metal parts of the creation. The ritual can create a duplicate of a non-magical item that contains metal, such as a key, if you possess the original during the ritual. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, a a hooded lantern. Because now I've got the gold I can actually afford to get ruby dust. I could make an ever-living flame that can sit inside of this button.
2: Oh, that's awesome. You got that shit all set? Bam.
1: That's on lock. Hey.
2: That's some clever little, little trickery you got there with your buildings and your making the hey. things. <laughs> I still need to get my wood.
1: For the sake of condensing what it is that you want to do, why don't you add to your character sheet the Everbright Lantern from Eberron? Ooh, it's a it's a bullseye lantern that technically would contain an eb- uh, eber- a dragon shard Eberron, but we will flavor it instead as your spell there. Ooh, okay,
6: awesome. So Tavini will disappear for a little while, go up to the room and just sit down and you can, if anyone listens, they'll hear, like, the prayers and...
1: Alrighty. Uh, additionally, anything in the PHB that you guys like item-wise is would be available for purchase here in Bryn Chander. Because this is a larger town, they're going to have access to more shops, more resources. As you approach smaller communities they're gonna have a much smaller selection and some of them will probably have nothing to purchase that they can afford to give away so if you're looking at potentially healing potions uh, acid flasks ball bearings caltrops rope maybe even pick up a few dogs entirely up to you guys
2: that's what i was thinking but again i have no money
1: Hey, you're the one that can't say no to your daughter.
2: That's, you're absolutely correct.
1: I am,
5: <laughs> I am. We could work out a loan agreement.
2: I'm, for right now, I'm fine. I have the we, papers. We just, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you already got them signed up. And Just all I sign have to here, and initial here? Yeah, exactly, I'm sure, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say the
5: small incantation, Yeah.
2: And... <laughs> What's this part about me gaining oh a don't worry about that are you turning me into a warlock No, oh,
5: god you don't have uh, the aptitude <laughs> oh, nice not yet anyway but you will mr magic man
2: like yeah well it's a, yeah i don't know what that was back there doing uh I, I just <laughs> well it was felt... a spectacular failure <laughs> what it, it was. was you're absolutely right but it it felt it felt right and wrong at the same time felt like, good, I mean, it felt good didn't it don't deny it it did it did feel good like i was about to like something was like raging inside me like a storm almost and like i was i was this close this close to tapping into it and then and then my my brain got in the way i guess all of a sudden it was just like what are you doing what the hell's this and then next thing i know there's a lightning bolt goes flying off off in, off into the distance well it just takes a little practice although i'm not one to
5: speak much on the ways of controlling it it's okay ryan
0: most organics have performance issues so we're just narrows
5: his eyes
2: yeah he does Rian does the same thing but both just turned on. him and be like sometimes i don't know if you're just really clever or you just say the things you say you
5: finally decide to speak up and that's what you say
2: and I have never had performance issues. You, you you take that right out of your mind. Who did you talk to? Yeah, who did you talk to? <laughs> who told you? Was it Miriam? Did you talk to fucking Miriam? <laughs> I told her. She's a that liar. never happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
5: Why is Miriam such a jerk? All right. That was fun. That
2: was the first <laughs> dick joke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, yeah that was like our first uh I don't know I'd have to read of to the session back. of the session you're right I don't know if we've made any dick jokes though I think we've kept it pretty uh pretty uh above the bar up until this point
5: yeah I mean as far as shopping goes unless there is a uh, a shop of magical repute he's not super interested in uh, in in browsing um I think he's got everything he needs. What's the Tabaxi's name? Something, something relatively normal.
1: Holy crap! Did I not write that down?
2: Uh-oh. Oh, no, that's what happens when you go off the cuff.
1: <laughs> it's here on the map. That's what it was. I knew I'd put it down somewhere. It's Crystal. Ah, there
2: you go. There it is. I think
5: you might visit her to try and kind of um, get some information on what what they might find up north. She, she seems pretty well traveled.
2: Yeah. We should ask uh, Cal, too. Um, If this is like an ancient tomb and it's been around for a long time, Cal might know about it.
1: Caladernathera. There you go. I love that. I so love that name.
2: Caladernathera? Yeah. Almost as good as Kaspirmik. Or Kasp. Kasp. Ooh, whoa. (laughs) Kapeskmirik. Freaking dragon names. Yep.
1: So, uh, I will say since you guys kind of spent your. Mid to late afternoon, in the weird twilight that Iswindale is under, up at the uh, the North Look, that mm-hmm. uh, it is approaching what would be late or uh, early evening. By the time you make it to Crystal's Curios, again, it is on a second story, a sort of wide glass windowed shop where, even from the street below, you can see some of the dim light from within and the variety of tropical plants that she has growing in the windowsill. Uh, d- did you allow anyone to accompany you or did anyone follow you there?
2: If they wanted to, he wouldn't He wouldn't stop them. Uh, I think Green probably would have gone with him, just because he's, with this whole magic thing, he's kind of sticking closer to Grin because <laughs> he actually thinks he might have to take him up on this whole <laughs> like... Apprentice thing now—it's actually starting to come to real magic, as opposed to just manifesting stupid sparks in his hand. How to help you? Yep. Yeah.
1: So, as you ascend the steps to Crystal's Curios, you hear, as you reach the top before you've even touched the doorknob, a uh, very cranky voice from within. We had it closed. Since when? Since nightfall.
5: Make an exception.
1: Well, a persuasion check,
5: <laughs> a little sing-songy there. Uh huh. Yeah, that was good. Uh, let's see if it works. Persuasion.
4: No. <laughs> <laughs>
5: He's not on his
2: game right now. Fucking Natty one. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's so good. It's like Dreamer re- said. Re-ins just chuckling. I'm to very
1: tired. Then I'm sorry. I've already done enough uh, chit-chatting for the day with other customers. Why don't you get here on time when I open? And you can almost hear her going mm, on the other side of the door. She's literally inches from you, just kind of seeming to uh, close up shop in her own little living space there <clears> on throat> the throat> other side of the door.
2: Looks like you got shot down there,
5: buddy. It doesn't happen often. I'm not sure what to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what were you looking for? Is it I can
1: sound? still hear you through yes. the door. Okay,
2: good. That's great. <laughs> Icing on the
5: cake. Um, <laughs> looking to buy information I assume you're always interested in making gold
1: there's a very very lengthy pause your information will it be as good tomorrow as it will be today
5: well I mean I'm looking to buy information from you so will it
1: My information will be as good tomorrow as it will be today. And my
5: gold will be as good tomorrow as it is today.
1: That's great. I'll see you tomorrow.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't help yourself there. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: But we're actually leaving first thing in the morning. I suppose that's true. We are leaving. So I guess it won't be. Yeah. So so it won't be. So, okay. Well, you have
1: yourself a nice day. (laughs) As you guys continue to chatter, she kind of cracks the door open, and you can see she pulls it open by a couple inches. It's latched by a chain, and a eye pokes out, this brilliant green with a slit in the middle.
5: He'll give a a, a broad smile.
1: You are leaving tomorrow.
5: Unfortunately.
1: You see her roll her eyes, and she closes the door again, (laughs) and you hear her fumbling with the uh, the chain, and then opens and motions you inside. Hurry in. I don't want to let the cold in.
2: I'll give Rian a look and step inside. <laughs> Rian will hesitate. <laughs> like, if he should come in, anybody will. He'll <laughs> come in also. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, Hannah. but I'll go inside. Yeah, he's going to hang out. Yeah, he's going to hang out by the door, just in case.
1: Rian, starts. you find yourself in a very small second story shop. Uh, the walls are lined with shelves and knickknacks. There is a large bookshelf in the center double-sided that is full of tattered novels in various states of a repair. The window that sort of faces out onto the street that you had seen from below there are tons of potted plants sort of able to drink in the starlight there. Not, none of them sitting on a windowsill They're all sitting on the on the ground At various heights Lots of little flowers uh, There are some oil lanterns Two on either side Sort of illuminating some of the shelving Instead of a counter To stand behind This tabaxi kind of has a stool That she goes and perches on And props her elbow up On one of the shelves And in seeing you We'll follow Felgrin in looks to you and then immediately looks to the uh, the dragon on your shoulder. I see why you were interested in that book.
5: Oh yes, thank you so much for the dragon porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is where you bought the book. She insinuated she ex- that it wasn't what it was.
1: Well, I mean, you have to read between the lines for the stuff that is uh, valuable to you. Of course depends on what you find valuable. Well you've
2: corrupted a young mind, so congratulations.
1: I'm not corrupted.
2: Not yet. She's see this is why this is why I said I was going to read through the book first.
1: But Oh I'm sure that's why you're reading through it first.
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <will> laugh. yeah. <laughs> I think Reno just I think you'll blush a little bit and be like, oh. <laughs> like it's like there's two of you here. That's why I like her so much.
1: Oh you flatter me. Now, uh, you said you wanted information?
5: Uh, yes, we're heading north uh, come tomorrow. Eventually, I think the goal is to be it. Um, what was it? Something. Something's Cairn. What was it?
1: Uh, Calvin's Cairn. That's
5: the one. Um, I was wondering if you uh, had any information uh, about it and the road to it.
1: Well, I know that uh, the closest town to the foot of Calvin's Cairn is going to be Caircornic. It once. Uh, had a fortress there, but it was sacked by orcs. So, a bit of a ruin. Shit. But here. what place up here is it? The shithole. <laughs>
5: That's fair. That's a fair point.
1: You don't see a lot of people traveling from Kerkonik these days. With the uh, night falling over everything for so long, the rivers frozen, no more ferry. Hmm. So, I imagine they would certainly appreciate visitors. You head northwest along the road you're going to wind up at the edge of a forest and yeah, depending on if you like exploring dirty places you might find something interesting there I will ask uh, how much are you willing to pay for certain rumors <laughs> because depending on what you might desire I could vary in my usefulness to you
5: I think he'll uh, let's say he'll fish out a, a stack of ten gold
2: Hey, big spender.
5: kind of hold it she between his, it. his thumb and forefinger what does that buy me
1: you see her tail sort of as she's perched on this stool her expression is comparatively neutral the end of her tail is twitching back and forth as she <laughs> seems to regard that <laughs> stack of coin hmm do you know anything about the lonely wood
4: Ooh, that
2: sounds interesting. You hear that, Rian? Uh the Lonely Wood. Where where might that be?
1: It's one of the towns up here in uh, you know, Icewind Dale.
2: Ooh, hmm, above uh, Tourmaline there. Yeah. What, uh, and why would that interest us? You're we planning on heading to Kelvin's Cairn.
1: Because you might be able to get to Kelvin's Cairn. Uh, the road will certainly be easier if you head east. Bit of, uh, rough Next to the water, if you travel the western road. The wind constantly coming off the ice. It's disgusting. Everything up here is gross.
5: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, at the very least, it's cold all the time. I hate it.
1: Yes, very cold.
2: So you're saying it's actually faster if we cut west along the lonely wood. And what, do we go around the forest? Is that what we do? Or are going through the...
1: No, no, no. I say if, if you like exploring dirty places... Oh, there is a creature, apparently in the lonely wood, called the dreaded white moose.
5: Who raises his eyebrows.
1: Hey, it's just, you know, a rumor. Well,
5: it's not a, a very catchy moniker, is it? Hey. And apparently,
1: it's it uh, is killing loggers up there. So if you're looking for a trophy head to mount upon your wall, then the white moose of the lonely wood is the thing to hunt.
2: That probably appeal to Krellick. Hey. It's not a bad idea. But is there maybe a bounty for it or something like that they have going on up there? I mean, we could if always use a little one. more coin.
1: If they have one, it would probably be a local matter. When you hear of a big-ass moose <laughs> killing people, you know, that are already wielding axes, you know.
2: Right. That, that is true. I mean, if you're taking down a, a lumberjack, essentially, they, they already are armed at all times. It's still.
1: Huh. I've lived here long enough in the north to know that moose are no fucking joke.
2: At these <laughs> <laughs> Does Reen have a focus, like a spell focus? Um, that's a very good question. I have no freaking clue. One like, second, I don't, I don't know if I. I have to read through my freaking character thing again.
1: We can make your your branch your lightning branch.
3: Ooh,
4: that
5: could be fun. Well, spell I was gonna area. I was gonna mention having a look around for one maybe. Um, hmm. But he was like, uh, "Yeah, we have we also have a, a budding." Sorcerer here. Oh. Um, but he's having and a she bit kinda of... looks
1: to the dragon. Are you learning magic, sweetheart? Oh
5: no, the, the the one under her. Oh. A bit of a problem with control. I was wondering if we might have something to help him narrow the scope.
1: Yeah. You're looking for something to focus is magic? Yeah.
2: If there is something here. You're saying like Hi. an item could help me like holding something, could help me focus on get in and focus in my spell
1: there are a number of artifacts and uh, objects that spellcasters typically find focus that are the magic of the weave more uh, better than others yeah i think uh, Felgren
5: would fish out uh, from his breast pocket like a pale purple crystal and kind of hold it in his fingers that's mine
1: she nods and motions to a small crystal ball on the end of the count of the uh, the shelf that she's leaning against hmm. I prefer uh, you know, a little more polish and staff why do I want to have my hands full <laughs> you don't look like the type to wield the staff
2: no honestly usually my hands are full in battle um, when we get into fights is uh I don't I mean when I did it last time with which the, as as Grinnell I'm sure would love to expound upon, but uh, it went horribly wrong, but I, I used this, and he, he fishes out his little branch thing, and he's like, I I don't know if this would work. I mean, it seemed to work, it, it just, I missed. But, I don't know. she uh,
1: holds out a clawed hand for the branch.
2: And he, he hands it over to her.
1: She takes it and inspects it, turning it over. I am a wizard. I don't know much of sorcery. But I do no magic. And a branch stuck with lightning bears the memory of uh, when it was struck. I take it you tried to cast lightning of some sort with this?
2: Aye. Aye, it was uh, some sort of lightning bolt type thing. I don't know. It fired fired off out into the distance. So I missed, uh, missed the thing I was shooting at by a mile.
1: Ah, I mean, sometimes... Men, they, uh, Are we really doing this
2: right now? (laughs) Honestly, not surprised. (laughs) She hands back the branch. He takes it. He, like, snatches it. (laughs) Puts it in his pouch.
0: second person to tell me that today.
2: Just shakes it and just rolls his eyes. But, like, oh my god.
1: Holds out a a clawed hand for the gold that you had offered, Felgrin.
2: (laughs) Put
5: it in her palm.
1: Closes it and places it next to her elbow. I have heard, I do not know where you might find it, but that somewhere to the northeast, there was once a ruby, carried by an adventurer, mm-hmm. from which he could cast magic. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have anything to sell you here that would do that. But, you could certainly seek out this ruby. Well It was affixed to his shield, a brilliant gemstone. I almost... Still, I wanted it for myself not steal no I'm not the type of woman acquire acquire yes, yes.
4: Oh.
2: does that also make sweet. you resourceful And does the yes resourceful
5: again. you're learning
1: <laughs> yes resourcefulness it's the greatest of the virtues he
2: nods.
5: a shield fixed to a shield that sounds right up your alley doesn't it
2: I can't argue with that I mean I do usually have a shield in my hand well northeast you
1: say Northeast. If he uh, he passed through here perhaps uh, two months ago. Mm. If he were seeking the same undead that others have gone to pursue. Either he has resolved the problem in which there would be no more undead. Or he met his demise. Or maybe he decided he found a woman and retired somewhere up there. I don't know why. It's places she told. Well, hopefully...
5: (laughs) Hopefully, it's the mic- a mix of the first two. Maybe he killed the undead and then died of his wounds. Then I you get we're then, the case, you, then you get I your shield. I think the
1: rumors of undead would not persist. So that's
5: yeah, that's fair. Although he might, I don't know, maybe
1: it's all speculation. Well, the
5: only way Rian's gonna get that shield is if you know the person's dead, because he's not gonna take it from him.
2: Oh yeah, why would I? not just take things from people that it belongs. If they're jerks. Well, I don't um, see. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Crystal but, is nodding. I'll take it from an asshole. But if it goes, it's going to a good cause. I'm not going to do it for myself. You
5: know. All right. Well, I think that information was well worth the money.
1: Yes, I wouldn't have offered it had it not been that bad. <laughs> of course. Was there anything else I can do for you, gentlemen? Oh,
5: no, I think that'll be all.
1: You say you're leaving in the morning.
2: In the morning, yes.
1: You're somewhere comfortable to stay?
2: Uh, where are we staying again? Well, I'm staying back at the... uh <laughs> well, I was asking out of character. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yeah, what was the name of that place? Um, the... Kelvin's... It's the North Look. Oh. Yes, yeah, so at the... No, I thought Look was where we visited. I thought we were staying at Kelvin's, Kelvin's Comfort. Comfort. Ah, yes.
1: Oh, yeah, you could stay there if you want. Uh, okay. Alright, yeah, sorry for yeah,
2: that. Yeah, Kelvin... Well, that's where we had the free rooms I thought they'd given it to us, because that's where we got... we did the trade for, for Cal and everything. Yeah, Kelvin's
5: Comfort That's where we'll be staying the night.
1: And she... You know, what's your passive insight? It's
2: <laughs> poor. Um, <laughs> it is... And she
1: just kind of nods. All right.
2: Well, Rian's is 12, so I think he would do a. Uh, think it's about time for me to hit the old nest of trail.
1: <laughs> You'd have a good night. See yourselves out, if you would. No problem. And you, sweetheart. And she points to the dragon on your shoulder. What was your name? Kepesk Mirik. Oh. It is a very, very sweet girl.
4: Mm-hmm. It's my you,
1: daughter. Uh... Well, I'm not going to offer to buy her, but... <laughs> You know what you have there? Yes.
2: Aye. I have my daughter.
1: You have a target.
2: Aye. Well I explained this to someone the other day, you're right. She is a target until the first person that comes along gets dealt with. And then as long as people know that that person's been dealt with, rumors will spread fast not to make her a target anymore.
5: If you send a message good enough the first time, you don't
2: often have to do it again. Aye. And trust Ish. me, when that day comes, that message will be very clear.
1: She looks very appreciative of that. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. You'll be safe, you know?
2: I will. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. Uh, Grin, I think she needed uh, some some help stocking some stuff.
1: Yeah, I need somebody out? to help me uh, see <laughs> to my plants. They're uh, drooping a little, and I need someone to help liven them. He looks confused. <laughs> he gives a
2: wink, slaps oh. him on the back. <laughs> it's like, have fun, bud. <laughs> and he heads out the door. on an errand, boy. for <laughs> the like, tonight, bud. And never let it be said that Rian wasn't a good wingman.
1: Very good. Uh, if you would be so kind as to uh, lock the door behind your friend there... <laughs> I think it might take a little while to uh, water the plants. You should probably spend the night.
5: It's just, if I'm not there in the morning, you know
2: where to find me. And he closes the door hastily. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and <Rian> just chuckles. <laughs> like, And someday, Mary, we'll discuss what just happened there. <laughs> when you're older. Uh,
1: is he going to be okay?
2: <laughs> oh, trust me. He's going to be fine.
1: So, Tavini... Mm -hmm. Back at Kelvin's comfort. What does your ritual look like as far as uh, changing one thing to another?
6: She would likely have to set out a little circle and mark it with Moradin's symbols. Little flames here and there, anvils, and just a few words of the prayer that she's about to do for the next Hour as she reshapes the metal, and in the center of the, the the circle with all of these lines coming in towards the the mace, there will be more flames. I suppose like those those patterns where you see lines overlapping, they're just flames overlapping, creating this like pattern that looks like a flower or a sun, and it's it's hard to hard to guess what it Very is. Very
1: much. Uh- full metal alchemist, the uh, the sort of circles that they need to draw mm. with the addition of fire for the sake of Moradin and his forges. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, over the course of an hour as you lay out your ritual and say your prayers to the big man above, in the center of the room where you have placed this mace that you are reshaping into a lantern, a brilliant light starts to emit from that mace, almost turning the metal this white-hot glow, as if it were fresh out of a forge. Yet there is no sensation of heat, or what little heat there is, it's almost more comforting than it is the harshness of actually working at an open forge. The room grows gradually warmer over time and the duration of the ritual, and... This mace, in the last five minutes or so of your casting, starts to reshape. It loses, you know, its elongated shape. The head of it melting down, looking like a piece of slag laying there on the floor. If it were true metal from the forge, you would almost imagine it, you know, either melting through the wooden boards or catching fire and dripping down onto the in room below. As it is. Once it has melted down into heatless slag, starts to reshape itself, growing taller and very gingerly, delicately, shaping itself over the last five minutes or so of the ritual into a rather nice lantern. Are there any features on it that uh, you would sort of shape into it to give it the stamp of Morden, your god? It would kind
6: of have like a, a teardrop shape like the part where the glass is the back and the sides of it are metal and they've got the same Moradin's flame shape on them with the, the like the idea of the anvil as the base all the way around the front of it is just this open area between the edges of two of the flames and inside beyond this glass that has been formed from the metal like it, it went from it faded from metal to glass and then you can see inside there's another one of moradin's flames from his forge in the center of the lantern and that is where she will be placing the continual flame spell right there in the heart and at the top of the lantern is where she has like a little a little area where she can pull down like this metal cover to just cover the flame
1: all right and uh, as this takes shape at the end of your ritual it is still glowing white hot and gradually fades going through you know red and orange and yellow back down to it being just a nice cool slightly warm to the touch lantern that you've created with this ritual You're able to spend a bit of additional time on it To cast that continual flame spell Which flickers to life In the heart of this lantern it's very interesting Because as you were casting this And the ruby dust Is consumed The flame itself Starts off as this Very brilliant sort of ruby color And even as it fades Into kind of more of an orange-ish You can still see Little glimmers and little sparks, uh, almost as if the ruby dust remains within that flame that was created. And I will allow that since you have crafted this thing entirely from scratch, as an action, you may change the color of the light that it emits.
5: Customization. Ooh, Fancy rainbows. schmancy.
1: So, whenever you guys go exploring, If you want to have different signals with different colors, that is your new tool.
2: Oh, that's actually a really good idea. Like, red for danger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Danger zone. Green for friendly. Danger zone. (laughs) (laughs) Green for friendlies ahead. Uh, That's awesome.
5: We could could definitely work with that. Absolutely.
1: So, if you guys want to work out a system on your own time, I I thought that was a neat little (laughs) little boon. Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Yeah, listen to how excited he is. I'm, so, I'm just like sitting here going,
5: "Yee!" <laughs> do the little, do clap.
2: Like, yeah, i tell say that's your first like actual Tinker thing, isn't it? I mean, you did your, you know, I know you made the the armor, and uh, your what was it, uh, your mace or flail or whatever you made, but that's your first like Tinker Tinker thing. And a little.
6: It's something that's been sitting at the back of her mind for a while, and now she's like, "Oh, I, I get to." Practice this prayer, and
5: all that studying dreamer got her got her to make some shape change go. stuff
2: going on in there. Yep, it was his little glowy eyes. He was like, "She's like, ah, I could, I can make a light like the things in his eyes, the little flashlights that come out of his head."
6: Probably inspired her to make them, Pe- make the lantern. Just seeing his eyes. Mm
5: mm-hmm. They're dreamy.
2: In your. And we came back to Peter Gabriel. <laughs> yes. You like that, Lando?
5: <laughs> uh, he did. He liked it.
2: Yeah. Your eyes, the light, the you heat, your All right. I am complete. I am sorry.